Hello, welcome to the midweek edition of Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV related news. It's August 7th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. How was the box office this past weekend? Mission Impossible Fallout kept the number one spot with another $35 million for a total gross of $124 million. In second place, Disney's Christopher Robin falling short of expectations with $24.5 million in its first weekend. Hmm. Maybe it had to do with no Rotten Tomato score. Maybe. Now it has a score and it's at 69%, which is neither here nor there. It's okay. Pretty good. Well, I mean, it's fresh. It's fresh, yeah. It's not awful. No, but it's not great. It's not Paddington numbers. Number three was The Spy Who Dumped Me with 12 million. Mamma Mia, here we go again. 9 million. Third weekend, total gross of 91 0.2 0.2 million domestically. And in fifth place, The Equalizer 2 with another 8 million for a total gross of 79 million. What's new? According to Deadline, a reboot of The Facts of Life is in the early stages of development at Sony Pictures TV with Appian Way, the company run by Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Davison, in negotiations to produce the project alongside Jessica Beale via her Iron Ocean films. No writer has been identified yet. Another week, another reboot, huh? Yeah. So I don't know what Leonardo DiCaprio's interest or Jessica Biel's interest is in this. You would think if Leonardo DiCaprio was rebooting something, it would be Growing Pains. Growing Pains, of course. Maybe that's in the future. You saw that Mrs. Garrett just passed away, right? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, she was like 92, I think. Yeah, it's I very thought she'd be sad. There. Are you going to watch it? I think I'll at least give it a try. I mean, I enjoyed Facts of Life. I don't really remember it, but I don't know. Maybe. That's one of those shows that had a massive retooling in between its first and second season. And obviously, it paid off. Joe was not a character, and she became one of the main characters. And there were a whole bunch of other girls who kind of got cut that were originally in the cast, including Molly Ringwald. Oh, really? Oh, boy. I don't remember that. Deadline reports Ben Affleck is attached to direct and Matt Damon to star in a true crime story written by Jeff Mache and published in the Daily Beast just a few days ago about an ex-cop who rigged the McDonald's Monopoly game, allegedly stealing over $24 million and sharing it with an unsavory group of co-conspirators who offered kickbacks to the mastermind. The Pearl Street Partners will produce, and the Deadpool scribes Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese will write the script. This happened really fast. Like, they broke the story, and then within, like, a week or so... How do you rig the Monopoly mcdonald's game he worked for the company that was like making it and then he somehow funneled them to people he knew and they would win and give him kickbacks um i I didn't read the daily beast story but yeah sounds pretty shady yeah pretty bad sounds like an interesting movie according to deadline fx is creating a new limited series based on james clavel's novel shogun a previous miniseries was made in 1980 airing on nbc and starring richard chamberlain toshiro mafoon and yoko shimada earning multiple emmys 
Golden Globes, and a Peabody Award. So I never saw the original miniseries, but I did read the book, and I read most of James Clavel's other books. A lot of them are connected or loosely connected, uh, but unfortunately he died before writing his final novel. But I really liked Shogun, so I'll probably watch this. Yeah, I I don't know anything about it, but um, you liked it, huh? The book? I did. So. I did. I read it in high school. Yeah, I'll give it a chance. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Hillary Clinton is teaming with Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television to bring Elaine Weiss's critically acclaimed book, the Woman's Hour, The Great Fight to Win the Vote, to the small screen. The drama will mark Clinton's debut as an executive producer. The book, published in March, follows the activists who led the decades-long fight to grant women the right to vote and sheds light on how close the battle to ratify the 19th Amendment really was. The book celebrates those who changed history and laid the foundation for the civil rights movement that came decades later. So, do you remember the podcast where they told this story? I think it was either Radio Lab or its spinoff. I believe I I was trying to remember. I feel like I heard the story, but I don't know where. Like it was the, definitely a podcast. The very last one, um, like his mother wrote him, like be a good boy or something. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, didn't he, he wasn't there something about him jumping minute. out a window or something, too? I think maybe. Okay. It, it sounded like a really great story, and I'm so glad that they're going to make a movie out of this because, or no, it's going to be for TV, but um, I'm so glad they're going to make something out of this because it, it really sounded really exciting. It was a great podcast. Yep, I'll um, definitely so, watch it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Variety reports that Sony is in development on a Rumpelstiltskin movie with Peter Dinklage attached to star and produce. Sources say the film is still in deep development and would not be Dinklage's next project after Game of Thrones ends. They say, however, that it is a priority for the actor and the studio. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin movie. That's weird. I'm used to Mr. Gold. Yep. Collider reports that James Foley, director of Fifty Shades movies, is set to direct Alcatraz. This will be based on the true story of Frank Morris, one of three men who attempted a daring escape from Alcatraz in June 1962. I remember this story from something too. I think it might have been Mythbusters. They, they tried to see if it was even possible to do what he did, and I think they concluded it was possible, but likely they died at sea. <laughs> Um, more, more than likely they wouldn't have made it and there was no trace of them. It, it sounds like a cool story though, but I don't know how they possibly will end it because nobody knows what happened to those three guys. Them just going off into the mist and that's it. I guess so. Fading to black. Yeah. There's a Supergirl movie in the works, according to Deadline. Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment have hired... 22 Jump Street writer Oren Uziel to pen the script, but haven't hired a producer yet. So this is pretty new news. Not too much else is known at this point. Um, but like the is other... Is it going to star the girl from the show? Oh no, I don't No, I don't it's going to be so. not connected to the show at all. I mean, it didn't... The article didn't specifically say, but all of these DC movies are separate from the DC television universe. Just like they're tie it in. I mean, they're doing a they're doing a Flash movie, which is not the Flash. I mean, he already showed up in I know several of the movies. I know, but I don't like that. Yeah. Why have two separate universes? I don't know. It would be so they could each be free. 
But it'd be more compelling if you've been watching the show, you'd be like, I have to see that movie. Um, I, I don't know. It seems like a dumb move to me. Yeah, I guess so. S.H.I.E.L.D. is not main characters, though, whereas but it Supergirl and Flash in. are some of the, I mean, they're not the most major heroes, but they are pretty major. I mean, maybe if they had some minor superheroes who wouldn't get their own movie in a TV series, they could tie that in, but I'm sure they want to be free to create their own continuity. Variety reports Disney is developing a live action fairy tale film called Sade, centered on an African princess with dope director Rick Famuye attached to produce. The studio bought a pitch from Ola Shokun B and Lindsay Reed Palmer, who will co write the screenplay about a young African girl named Sade whose kingdom is threatened by a mysterious evil force and accepts her newly discovered magical powers to protect her people with the help of the kingdom's prince. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is returning to the Star Trek franchise in an all new Star Trek series for CBS All Access, reprising his next generation character, Captain Jean Luc. Card. The new series, which is not a Star Trek The Next Generation reboot, will tell the story of the next chapter of Picard's life. It's being overseen by Star Trek Discovery co-creator, executive producer Alex Kurtzman, who was tapped to oversee development of Star Trek content under an overall deal with CBS TV Studios. So, yeah, I mean, this sounds really cool. I mean, I probably won't watch it because it's on CBS All Access. I don't want to pay for another thing just for, like, one show that I might be only slightly interested in. But, um, it sounds kind of cool. I mean, I, I, that's the only Star Trek show that I actually watched, Next Generation. Yeah, I don't care anything about Star Trek, but I know people seem to be excited about this. Oh, yeah. It's been a while since he's appeared yeah, in anything a long while. in the Star Trek universe. It's good that it's not a reboot. Deadline reports in its latest series play, Apple is closing a deal for the rights to turn the beloved Terry Gilliam directed fantasy film Time Bandits into a TV series. That sounds kind of cool to me. I watched Time Bandits over and over again as a kid. It was a fun movie. Sounds like Apple's getting lots of good stuff. Yeah. I'm I wonder sure if anybody would it. be able to capture the weirdness of it though. We'll see. In other items, Showtime has renewed the affair for a fifth and final season. Yeah, I'm glad they're just, they're giving it a final season. I think it's kind of run its course. It's still pretty good, though. Altered Carbon has been renewed for season two with Anthony Mackie as lead. Linda Cardellini has joined Christina Applegate as a co-lead in Dead to Me, Netflix half-hour dark comedy series. Fargo season four will star Chris Rock and will be set in 1950s Kansas City. Apparently there was a lot of uh, organized crime there at that time. Michael Kelly, hero from House of Cards, <laughs> has been added to the cast of the second season of Jack Ryan on Amazon. And Rob McKelney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has confirmed to the rap that he is no longer attached to direct Warner Brothers' long-awaited Minecraft movie, simply saying, no, that is not happening. The movie is still happening, just without him, and it will probably be pushed back from its original release date. That's too bad. What's new to streaming? Netflix got an original on children. These uncanny tales reveal a world where individuals face the tragic consequences of social pressure, parental oppression, and family dysfunction. Ooh, sounds kind of rough. Is this a scripted series or is this a documentary or something? I don't know. Hmm. Um, 
But it is a series. Amazon got Spy Kids 2, Island of Lost Dreams, Nick of Time, and Who Killed the Electric Car. HBO got three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I wanted to see that. Myself as well. Stars got Call Me By Your Name. I want to see that too. And Showtime got Marshall and Home Again. On DVD and Blu-ray this week, Life of the Party, Breaking In on Chesil Beach, The Rider, and Riverdale, Season 2. New to digital, Deadpool 2, and also Life of the Party. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off.